I would say that Love on the Spectrum has been one of one of the most important pieces of work that I've ever done in my life. So if some of us have some kind of disability, we shouldn't um, be too bogged down by it. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to another episode of Mr. A+. Today's guest is someone I've known personally for almost 10 years now. He has studied at AFTERS, which stands for Australian Film Television Radio School in Sydney. This young man was born with cerebral palsy, but this has not stopped him from from creating a fulfilling life for himself. Now, without further ado, let's give a warm welcome for Sam Maloney. Hello, Sam. Oh, hey, going, Michael. Hold the applause, mate. Hold the applause. Mate, what a fantastic intro that was. Thank you. How you going? You good? I'm going very well, thanks. How are you doing? Mate, I am living the absolute dream. Oh, yeah? How so? I'm working in uh, in radio and doing everything I ever wanted to do, so it's an absolute mm. joy to be on the podcast. That's my It's my absolute pleasure. Thank you for taking your time out of your own schedule to be on this podcast. Mate, it's a joy to see all your successes. I absolutely love it. Thanks. Do you remember the story of how we first encountered each other? Where were we? We were at a place called Essential Personnel. That was a career program that you used to jump into when um, when yeah. you first finished high school. Yes, that's right. But I remember meeting you and uh, hitting it off with you straight away, actually. Um, I, really, I really enjoyed everything you did. Um, one of my biggest memories that I have of you, Michael, was you used to be able to do these fantastic impressions of... Um, of movie characters and one of my favorites that still stand out and stick in my memory today is your impression from scar from the lion king so love it can you still do it yeah so yeah that was like that the year was 2013 it was a program called transition to work it helps people with disabilities um look for employment and work on their interview skills phone skills for me uh the the program was great at the time um you know, we were working yeah. with some great people, but it never, you know, I said that I wanted to get into radio. You know, they never really sort of knew how to help me. So it was a bit tough for me because I sort of had to go out on my own um, and work for another seven years to get where I am now. So, yeah. Yeah. yeah it's been crazy. What's the story behind your condition of cerebral palsy? I absolutely love having a disability. Um, I was born with cerebral palsy. Due to being born 13 weeks premature, I lost oxygen to my brain. And yeah, I think it was around 18 I was 18 months old and I was diagnosed with cerebral palsy. Um, a pretty tough time for my parents actually because they were sort of given the worst. They were told that I might not be able to speak and stuff like that. And then um, mum still says to me on this day that um, the proudest day was the day that I actually did speak and said my first word because she knew that um, everything was going to be okay. So, yeah, that's the story behind cerebral palsy. And now people can't shut me up. So That's good. Yeah. And they shouldn't. And in fact, I'm actually also also proud to have a disability. But um, I don't even see autism or Asperger's as a disability. Well, it's not really. I don't, I don't actually agree with the term disability. But it doesn't impact me very much at all it just kind of affects my social skills at times and also i often experience difficulty maintaining friendships 
well, you've maintained my friendship, mate. Love to watch your successes over the last couple of uh, over the last couple of years with love on the spectrum and stuff like that. So I'm very proud of you, mate. Very proud. Thank of you, you, Sam. I would say that love on the spectrum has been one of one of the most important pieces of work that I've ever done in my life. Yeah, definitely, man. And you know, and you nailed two seasons of it. So kudos to you, brother. Thanks. But also, to be honest, I'm kind of branching away from that because I'm I'm focusing on an acting career now. Beautiful. And because I want to be known as as more than Michael from Love on the Spectrum. I want to be known by my full name. The Michael Theo. <laughs> yeah. The Mr. Well, a+. Plus. So if some of us have some kind of disability, we shouldn't um, be too bogged down by it. No, not at all, mate. I, um, I've lived every day of my life with the with the ambition to uh, do anything I want to do. I mean, I'll tell you what, I have tough days, like everyone, but, um, yeah. mate, I live, we all? I live my life to the fullest. So Yeah, of course. Did your disability mean you had setbacks growing up? I wouldn't say setbacks, but I had to learn how to tackle things differently. Mm-hmm. I, I found a lot of the time as a, as a kid, I was a little bit maybe outcasted with different things like doing exams and stuff like that like I could never do an exam with everybody else so I always had to go and go into another room and do my exams with support and I'm thankful for it now because I wouldn't be where I am without it but sometimes I found like schooling very very difficult because of that but uh, physical setbacks, not really. I have a very supportive family that have been very open to me um, exploring life and doing things on my own and stuff like that. Like, I don't That's know. I don't know if you remember a place uh, called Playmaze, Michael. Um, of course, I remember it. Playmaze was the most amazing place, and my parents would take me to Playmaze. It was like. Um, it was the older version of Flip Out, basically, and um, my parents would let me run wild. And um, <laughs> when I say run wild, I actually remember an iconic moment. I was probably about four or five, and I climbed all the way to the top of Playmaze, and um, everyone was wrapped that I'd got to the top of Playmaze. And um, it wasn't even my birthday, but people were <laughs> way more excited that I got all the way to the top. Then, um, wow. then the bloke's birthday cake. So, <laughs> so yeah, the limelight was taken off him that day, but yeah. that's all right. There were some moments back back in my past when, when me and my siblings were kids. Um, my dad took us to Playmates a few times. What challenges did you overcome growing up? There was a lot. I mean, I still face challenges every day that I've got to overcome. Something as simple as opening a lift door by myself um, can be a struggle. But, you know, I've always lived by the words, if there's a will, there's a way. And um, it's all about mindset, Michael. Like, if you've got a positive mindset, you can you can overcome anything. As soon as you let yourself fall into the trap of um, not being able to do things that's when you'll struggle but as long as you Mm. as long as you give yourself that momentum and you always push forward um you don't really have setbacks yeah i understand i do have to ask you out of curiosity 
Have you ever thought about getting yourself a motorized wheelchair? I've got one. I've got one. That's so. That's so. That means you don't have to push yourself forward now. Um, I don't. I don't know if you'll be able to see it on my camera, but I've got a wheel. Um, it's called a Claxton, and it connects to the f- oh. connects to the front of my wheelchair, and it does about sixteen kilometres, and it gets me to and from work every day, and um, I absolutely love it. Actually, if you want to talk about setbacks, I got my Claxton stolen about two two weeks ago. What? It was stolen from the car park at work, and um, that was a real setback. That um. That was pretty tough. I had to use support workers for um, for a couple of days, and luckily insurance covered it. And I got one. I got a brand new twenty twenty two model in uh, ten days. So that's good. Pretty happy. But the fact that you've mentioned that your wheelchair was stolen, that sounds pretty fucked up. Yeah, it was pretty shit. It was pretty shit. It was fucked up. Am I allowed to swear? Yeah, of course. Woo! I love swearing. See, I, in my job, yeah. in my job, I'm not allowed to swear. So. <laughs> Okay. Did you know, Michael, it's a scientific fact that a radio broadcaster will swear more often because they don't get the opportunity to do it that much? I see. It's pretty interesting. But I do have to ask you a couple of questions that aren't on my list. Um, are you seeking a partner? Am I seeking a partner? Are you? No. Not at this stage. Oh. Not at this stage, no. <laughs> I had a partner for about two years. We just went our separate ways. And I'm quite happy doing what I do and being single. That's good. I want you to tell me what you think of this as a joke. Sam, I tell you to take your seat, but I'll be about 30 years too late. <laughs> I love that, Michael. Have you tried stand-up comedy? You should do stand-up comedy. Uh, no, but the thing is, I don't even know any jokes. Oh, when I-, I try to be funny, it doesn't work. And I do tend to um, stutter a bit. Mate, you're doing a fantastic job today, so... Thanks. How did you manage to push forward despite the barriers and all the crap you endured? Oh, look, some days were tough. I mean, you know, trying to crack it in the radio industry isn't an easy easy task for anyone. It's ten times harder for someone with a disability, though, because um, a lot of regional radio stations, unfortunately, don't have wheelchair access. I mean, I... I remember finishing uni in November and I applied for a job um, at a radio station and um, actually got the job. They said, oh, yeah, we want you to start. And um, then they called me back and they said, oh, are you in a wheelchair? And I was like, yeah, you know, what's what's the issue? They said, oh, you won't be able to work for us because we don't have we don't have wheelchair access and we don't plan on getting it. (sighs) That is terrible. And then um, so I was gutted. I thought, well, you know what? If um, radio is not going to work out for me, you know, I'll go and work on my podcast for 12 months and I'll I'll see where that takes me. And then um, I found a job that came up in Wollongong and I applied for that job. And um, unfortunately, I didn't get the the job per se, but I got a phone call. My boss, Joel, rang me up and he said, I say my boss, Joel, because I ended up getting a job. Um, My boss, Joel, rang me up and he said, oh, I want you to come in and do a week's worth of work experience and I just want to see where you're at and what you can do. And I did the week's worth of work experience and I never left. So um, I did my traineeship for five months and, yeah, got a full-time position with the company and now I'm in Musclebrook doing um, doing promotions and afternoon announcer. That's good. From two to five on two to five through the week and then I do a couple of weekend shifts here and there as well 
which also goes to show you that even if you have some kind of disability, <laughs> you can still push forward and accomplish your dreams. Oh, bloody earth, mate. Bloody earth. And you shouldn't take no for an answer. Oh, I never do, mate. I probably haven't told you this, but I have a pretty dry sense of humour. Oh, yeah, I know. There are a lot of things that people find funny, which I don't find funny, and those that... that those things that people don't find funny, I find it hilarious. Yeah. Um, nah. Especially where Mark Evan Jackson says it. I don't want to be rude, but who's Mark Evan Jackson? If you ever saw Michael Schur's work, like Parks and Recreation, oh, yeah. The Place, or, or Brooklyn Nine-Nine, yeah. he was on those shows. Oh, I love those shows. I know exactly who he is now. Love those three shows. They're some of my favourites. You know, my favourite episode of Brooklyn Nine-Nine is when they line up and they you have you seen the episode where they're in the lineup and then all of a sudden they start busting out to that backstreet boys song yeah it gets me every yeah. time gets me every time yeah i do have to also ask can you tell us about the things that you are passionate about i'm very passionate about music and radio and all things podcasts and stuff like that oh i'm just passionate about life michael like i wake up in the morning and i i just love it no, but one thing I am very passionate about is um, disability advocacy and um, oh. making sure that uh, people with disability get the equal rights to what uh, other people do. You know what I'm really passionate about at the moment, Michael? I really want to. I really want to start seeing people with disability acting on Home and Away and stuff like that. Ooh. And I really want to try and make bring disabilities into the forefront of the media so for me one of the proudest things that i could see um in the future i would love someone um with like down syndrome or or autism to be an on-air personality um and i would absolutely love it to be able to make that happen we're going to have to break down some barriers but um never say never mate and that's what i that's what i'm passionate about i want to i want to see change in the world for the media industry and disability. Yep, so would I. What life goals have you achieved and what are you yet to achieve? It's funny because I only ever had one goal um, and that goal was to work in radio. Trying to crack it has taken me a very long time and I've literally, I've only ever had one goal and that's to be successful. Mm. I'm nailing it. I mean, that's good. I mean, not every day... Not every day is a perfect day, but I'm I'm exactly where I want to be. Like it's great. That's good. You got any spicy questions? Do you have any dating or relationship experiences? Here we go. That's what I was looking for. Can can I be honest on the podcast? Yes, be honest. All right. So I've actually never had a girlfriend. I mean, I have. I lie. So I've had um, relationships and stuff like that. But I've never had a proper girlfriend. You know, I was lucky enough uh, a couple of years ago to meet someone very special. And unfortunately, we're no longer together. But um, we went our separate ways because, um, you know, I was moving into radio and stuff like that. And she was still doing what she needed to do. So, yeah, yeah we moved our separate ways. And I'm, I'm actually single at the moment. Um, and I couldn't be happier. For me, I don't have any relationship advice, but would I like to have a partner one day? Again, I'm not sure. I'm not really sure. I'm kind Fair of enough. kind of just happy doing what I do at the moment and and mm. um, living my life for me for me for a bit. 
I've been single my whole life. Yeah. Being single is no longer any fun. It's all the novelty worn off years ago. Have you been on any spicy dates lately, mate? Well, I actually did go on a date last month. Did you have fun? I certainly did, yes. This young woman, she flew all the way from Perth. Really? Wow. Well, she must, yep. have, been, she must have been keen. She seemed to be, yeah. Are you just meeting again or are you still talking? Yeah, we're still talking. We uh, message each other on Messenger and we FaceTime on weekends. Amazing. I don't message her non-stop yeah. because um, I still need to give her a spa- to give her, her space. Yeah, that's it, mate. I was going to say, Michael, so for me, um, when I first got into relationships and stuff like that, I had, I had two girlfriends. I could never go the extra step. Um, so what I did in about 20... Would have been about 2016. I used a um, I used services to to um, lose my virginity and stuff like that. And I think that was the most liberating experience I've ever had. And I honestly am thankful that they had services out there like that. I believe that if you need to seek certain things in certain uh, places to be able to go and um, go and receive companionship. I think that's okay as well. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's important to really find who you are within yourself before you can, before you can actually love someone else. So don't, don't rush relationships, mate. I, you know, well, and you, you did some great stuff with love on the spectrum, but yeah, don't put, don't put too much pressure on yourself and you know, just, just enjoy who you are, mate. Really great advice. What's different about dating, dating with a disability? Has dating with a disability been hard? I struggle sometimes with the fact of the way people perceive me. I don't find sometimes that women women can, are very accepting of a disability sometimes. And I honestly think it takes a very, very special woman to be able to understand disability and yeah. um, embrace a person for who they are. But, you know, that's every relationship. Mm. You know, you've really got to brace embrace each other for who you are otherwise the relationship's not going to work exactly what are your philosophies on life do you have any suggestions on how to live life to the fullest live every day to its fullest wake up in the morning and kick life in the dick um that's that's my favorite philosophy on life um and you know what I'm not going to sit here and say, oh, I have the best life, it's amazing, I'm so positive, rah, rah, rah. Because let me tell you, I've struggled with mental health a lot over uh. over the last six years. I don't really let things get to me. Like, I used to let things get to me a lot, and I used to really be worried about what people think of me. So, in a, sh- in a short little answer for you, I think it's important to live life, not give a fuck, and be happy with who you are. Yep. We shouldn't. We shouldn't give a f- give a fuck at all. It's so fun to yeah. swear. I know. We're now on to our Ask Mister A Plus segment. Oh yes, my favourite. See, I'm pretty lucky, Michael. I don't really have to ask you questions because you're a good mate of mine. So it's um, you know, I'm gonna take this time to actually boost you up a little bit, mate. I I'm really I'm really proud of what you've done and what you've Thank achieved. You. And um, you know. Seeing you on Love on the Spectrum was absolutely amazing. Um, and I, the fact that I could say, that's my mate, Michael Theo, that was enough for me to be um, stoked. And I am so thrilled to 
have been able to sit on the podcast with you today and you know talk about where where we're at and what we're doing but one final question i have for you mate because i know how much you love your impressions can you please do your impression of scar from the lion king for me mate sure life's not fair is it you see i well i shall never be king and you shall never see the light of another day (laughs) and you never gets old mate I'm so happy for you, Michael, and I appreciate your time today on the podcast, mate. Thanks, Thank you. Thanks for having me. It was my pleasure, Sam. Thank you very much for your time on the podcast. I really appreciate it. It was a great chat, and I think a lot of people in the audience will love this episode. I'm going to share it around with everyone I know, mate. With any luck, hopefully the audience will learn something about disabilities. Let's hope, mate. Let's hope. Let's hope.